This is your host, Erin from Stepping Blocks, and welcome back to Day to You. More people than ever are questioning the value of higher education. We're here to explore why they're right, why they're wrong, and which institutions are rising to the challenge. In season one, we're investigating the new normal created by the COVID-19 pandemic and the ongoing challenges in higher education. Today, we're here to discuss cybersecurity. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS, predicts that cybersecurity jobs will grow by 33% by 2029, which is way, way faster than the average. And the median pay is also way higher than the national average. So both outlook and salary make this an attractive opportunity, the field of cybersecurity. So what's causing the shortage? Today, we will get the perspective of a recent grad who earned their degree at the height of the pandemic while working in the field. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandon. Thank you for having me. So COVID-19 drove a shift to remote work, remote learning, remote everything, um, which really increases concerns around cybersecurity. Quick stat from Deloitte, between February and March of 2020, over 500,000 breaches occurred during video conferencing. So like what we're doing right now. Um, So not only were you earning a degree in cybersecurity at the University of Maryland Global Campus during the pandemic, you were already working in the field as a cyber risk consultant at Coal Fire. So can you talk about your experience? Yeah, so I started at Coal Fire in 2018 in October. So I actually just reached my three-year anniversary the other day. Um, but the experience has been great. I've been able to work with a lot of uh, people uh, that just have been able to inspire me and um, people that have mentored me throughout the process. Um, but it's it's been awesome so far. So has your workload changed at all during COVID or has your job description changed over the pandemic? Yeah, so I, was, I started out as on the associate level um, and then probably a couple months before I got my master's degree, they moved me up to consultant. Um, so when I first started out as a junior position, um, I was a CETA analyst. So that's the security education training and awareness analyst. And so pretty much what you do there is you make sure everybody in the agency um, is compliant with their training. Um, you also run like phishing campaigns to just keep people on their toes to make sure they're not opening crazy emails and stuff like that. Also just consulting the agency on how to improve their CETA process um, just to make it efficient and easy for everybody to use. Um, but after I got my master's, I had a title change. So now I'm an ISO, it's an ISSO, which is an information system security officer. I'm also uh, on the system owner support team. And, and I also oversee the team that I was on just because I have the experience. So I kind of help the new people that are in that position to um, just navigate through their day-by-day stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how everything's changed for me. So it sounds like um, you were already working there and then you were working on your degree, but earning your degree in that field has allowed you to really advance your career in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say that um, Coal Fire, just, I always thank them. They, uh, they really pushed me to go get the degree and um, help me, you know, through payments and stuff like that. So, and then they rewarded me once I got it. So can't complain about that. Right. <laughs> Tons of incentive. Yeah. Um, so some sources cite an inflexible and dated hiring process as one of the reasons for the shortage. So what has been your experience with hiring or I guess, you know, moving up internally? Did you did you experience any um, any roadblocks in that way? 
Um, so the hiring process at Coal Fire for me was, so it was very easy. Um, I applied, uh, had an interview and was hired probably within a week. Um, cause they were, that was when the project had just first started. Um, so I guess they needed to get people through. So that was very easy and, um, and efficient. Um, as far as upward mobility, um, there was a couple of roadblocks. I mean, they were trying to move me up a little earlier. Um, I know the agency, uh, I didn't have the, I didn't have a lot of experience at the time in terms of years and I didn't have my master's degree and a couple of certifications. So the agency didn't approve of that move at first, but, you know, once I got my credentials up, I was able to move upward in the agency and to get to where I am now. Would you say that, um, with your position right now at Coal Fire and with the team that you work with, does it feel, do you, do you feel the shortage personally in your day-to-day? Because are you, are you in need of, um, you know, more resources on your team, more people resources right now? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely the, a theme in the cybersecurity field. I don't know if, if uh, we don't have enough people. I know that people would like to bounce around from uh, contract to contract a lot. Um, so that can, create gaps um in the employees and on our teams but we've been pretty fine as far as just having people there um i don't think the company has uh, like struggled hiring people but sometimes like there's been a lot of especially during the pandemic um people were moving and stuff like that so uh there was a lot of gaps as far as people just bounce into other uh companies okay so this sort of segues into the next question. What is your outlook for 2022 as a cybersecurity professional? So is it hopeful? Is it bleak? Mm-hmm. Are you somewhere in the middle? <laughs> and you can talk some about your, you know, personal role or just cybersecurity as, as an industry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very hopeful. Um, I know that as just, as far as the industry goes, um, as far as, more organizations are turning to uh, just techn- technology in their companies to help streamline processes, stuff like that. You, like you mentioned earlier, it's 500,000 breaches and things like Zoom calls and stuff. So um, as far as like job stability, um, I think cybersecurity is just a great, it's a great uh, option for people looking for a great stable job. Um, also, I feel like there's a lot of upwards mobility because there's so much certifications you can get so much things you can learn to uh, make yourself more valuable on the market um but yeah as far as my personal position um i'm very i feel very good at coal fire um i got a great team around me and just they're uh, i know they're pushing me and i'm pushing them to just uh deliver the best product for the agency that we work at so yeah everything's looking good as far as the outlook for 2022 Awesome. That's, that's really great. So that brings up, um, that brings up another point. So if I'm a student, what skills would I need? And I know there's, there's so many different roles in cybersecurity, but what are the top skills that companies like Coal Fire are looking for? Um, and you know, if, if I was a student wanting to become a cyber, cyber risk consultant like you. Yeah, I would first, um, focus on like your teamwork. Um, Cybersecurity. I mean, I was a former college athlete, so I wanted to. I was looking when I was looking for a, a job. I wanted to be in a team environment. Um, I know that now I see how how valuable that is. Just be able to work with a lot of people to get the job done. So I would work on um, you know leadership skills and uh, teamwork. Um, also, 
as I mentioned earlier, is uh, all the certifications like uh, Network Plus, um, Security Plus. Those are big. Um, also, uh, the risk management framework is something that's big in government agencies. Uh, you can there's a new one called it's called RMF, but this is RMF 2.0. Um, also, the, there's a big certification called the CISSP, which I'm starting to study for, and I'll probably get that next. But um, yeah, there's a lot of skills. Also, I would look into cloud. Um, a lot of organizations are looking to go into you know uh, AWS cloud. So there's a lot of AWS cloud certifications and uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I would just focus on always learning because cybersecurity is just always growing. And um, since it's kind of a new sector, you know, within the last 30 years or so, there's just a lot of stuff that, you know, even the top people don't know because so much new threats coming in. So I think the biggest skills, like I said, is teamwork, um, leadership, because there's always always room for leaders. And then, um, you know, you got your certifications and just always, always learn just to be hungry for knowledge, I would say. That's really great advice. Um, can you talk a little bit about your experience earning your degree while working? Was this, um, were you getting your education completely remote while you were working full-time? And maybe specifically at UMGC, you know, what your experience learning cybersecurity at that institution was like? Yeah, um, so I started in 2019. Um, so I did, it was already all online, even before the pandemic. Um, yeah, you had to have, like your team meetings online. Um, you didn't have to like log into a class, but it was like a portal um, that you would log into. You would do, you would submit all your work on that portal. Um, UMGC was great because what they do is just tailor. It's not like your regular uh, college class where there's like a lot of tests or anything. It's more like they put you in situations, say like cybersecurity breach happens. How do you respond? So it's kind of like more on the job stuff, which I really appreciated from UMGC. Um, there was a lot of long papers and a lot of long essays, but through writing those, you get a deeper understanding of cybersecurity in itself. Um, so yeah, and they're really flexible as far as just having a good schedule for people that work full-time. Um, it didn't seem too overwhelming. Uh, some class, I mean, the classes are hard, but um, they, they do a great job, you know, allowing the students to be able to work full-time and do the class at the same time. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend UMGC if you're looking for a cybersecurity uh, degree. Yeah, that's one thing I do know about UMGC, um, specifically when it comes to career services. I know they do everything they can to meet the students where they are because their students are non-traditional. You know, a lot of them are working right. full-time, a lot are parents. So if you give them anything beyond, you know, what they're already expected to do, then it's probably not going to happen. So um, right. I do, I do know that is true about UMGC that they, they meet the students where they are. And it sounds like, yeah, and I would, same. yeah, I would also add, they um, had like a lot of virtual career fairs, but they would have like 20 or 30 companies come in and you would get FaceTime with these companies and, I made a lot of connections just uh, through that. So yeah, they they do a good job uh, educating the students and also trying to place them out in the market with the companies that they're partnered with. So yeah, kudos to them for that. Yeah, uh, networking. I mean, that's that's a, a huge buzzword, but I think it's really important right. to remind students that, um, you know, 
step outside your comfort zone a little bit. Um, I mean, you have the advantage of already, you know, holding a position at Coal Fire, but for those who don't, then, um, you know, you have to get outside the classroom in order to to meet the right people, to learn the skills that maybe they aren't teaching in the classroom, because um, maybe you can touch on that. Like, have you picked up anything new? Have you learned any new skills, um, you know, since you've earned your degree and advanced your career in cybersecurity? You know, what, what did you learn in the field versus in the classroom? Yeah, in the field, I think um, a big part of consulting uh, with agencies is just being able to speak the language and just be able to communicate well. Um, so, I mean, you can know everything about cybersecurity, but the most of the time you're talking to people in the agency that aren't as knowledgeable. Um, so you got to put it in a way that they understand, um, especially to the, you know, the higher up people, just make it easy and plain for them, you know, uh, tailor your presentations to people that don't necessarily uh, have the same knowledge base as you. So I think that was probably the main skill I picked up, um, you know, is leading meetings and like, um, definitely a big skill in the pandemic was virtual meetings because <laughs> that wasn't something we were doing a lot. Um, and it was a little awkward at first, but uh, now, you know, being a, doing that for the last uh, what, two years now, um, it was definitely a big skill as far as just uh, leading meetings and just preparing the right information for um, the government agency. Yeah. Communication is huge. I think that's something we yeah. all had to get better at and do a little differently and trying to replicate the human experience in this weird virtual world. I mean, it's yeah, really yeah. sometimes impossible to do. I mean, you, you don't always accomplish the same things, but you're right that learning new ways to communicate or, you know, to be more effective in that way is, um, it's really good advice for, you know, for anyone in any field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so last question, why cybersecurity? Yes. Yeah, cyber, cybersecurity for me, um, I was always, pretty good with computers. Um, so I was, after I graduated, I was like, okay, what, what am I good at? Um, what can I, what can I f- see myself doing? So I found that it was a big team. There's a lot of teamwork in cybersecurity um, because people with that are subject experts in different subjects have to come together and form a solution. So that was a big thing. Um, teamwork also, like you said earlier, the pay as well. Um, I think you said the median is a lot higher than the average. Um, so that's always a big plus. And then um, the job stability, because there's so much open jobs. And um, I, I live in the, well, I used to live, I live closer to Baltimore now, but I was in the Washington, D.C. area. And I mean, there's so much government agencies there. That's like a big hub for uh, cybersecurity. Um, so that's also what drew me. So, yeah, I would say the. Uh, the job security, um, the pay is great, uh, the teamwork, and yeah, that's pretty much what drew me in. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brandon, for sharing your experience today. I feel like um, I feel like you will probably recruit a few more people to cybersecurity with the way you <laughs> talked about it today. Um, so thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing the changes in cybersecurity moving into 2022 and beyond. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Thanks. it.